0: Hello, everybody. This is the Value Line Observer, brought to you by the Value Guys. I'm Vern Value, and I'm Val Hughes, get it. and we're uh, 20-year veteran Wall Street analysts, portfolio managers that have disguised our voices, taken on secret identities, uh, basically. So we why make, do we do that? So we don't get canned, right? That's be uh, and, and, and this way we can share our candid, your word, and uh, professional view of. Uh, Stocks that we think are the most interesting in every week's issue of Value Line. Uh, this week we're looking at you the are correct, June first edition of Value Line, two thousand seven. Um, for those uh, who and are and would mm-hmm. encourage you to visit our website www of course how many three double? Ws uh, the value Sometimes we're drinking by the way. Where you could where you can learn more about us and. Uh, uh, for example, you know, we want to make sure people realize that this is for entertainment. Purposes entertainment only. purposes only. Uh, we may own the stocks. We may have other vested interests in all of the stocks that we talk about. We may be
1: completely wrong about what we're talking about. Be uh, warned. We may
0: know nothing about it, but usually, um, you we know, don't. we've been doing this for a long time, so the, the odds are that we probably know something. Something about what we're talking something. about. Something. Who knows? Uh, this week in value, uh, in value line, it's kind of a combination of uh, high tech and low tech manufacturing, uh, precision instruments, and medical supplies on the one hand. Uh, We have home appliances and auto and truck. Electricity. There's a product. Uh, We're gonna in the second half of the show we'll come back. I'll come back and uh, talk about three small cap ideas. One that I'm particularly enthused about. Uh, But first, I'm going to turn it over to the uh, to the Earl of Equities. You've used that before. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
1: I got to send you a list. Anyway, uh, good afternoon (laughs) or or good morning, everybody. Uh, I don't know. Uh, But this is Val Hughes. Uh, not my real name. I have got a little cold this week, so I apologize. Um, and we're going to, you know, try to pick a few stocks. I actually had a little extra time on my hands today, and so I literally went through every stock in this week's Value Line Edition. No. I did, except I didn't look through the electric utilities. We have talked about some of that before. That's an industry coming alive a little bit in here.
0: It's just the eastern one, so you only missed... Well, you want to go like where 20, population growth is for 20 stocks that out mind. of
1: 100 yeah. probably. So I basically, I went, you know, my, some of my favorite industries are here uh, because of the demographics of, uh, you know, aging leads to sort of wind at your back for medical supplies. And the 10,000-year trend of increasing productivity through uh, the application of R&D is represented by the precision instrument industry. So, you know, you got some wind at your back with that uh, as well. Uh, But before I get to that, I wanted to just quickly revisit some things. Black Invector, we kind of have a recommendation out on that, and uh, it's sort of been working. You know, I'd stick with that. That looks pretty good. Toro, I've just reviewed recently in the shop. Had actually a, a long call with the CFO. Uh, a lot of stuff is going right for Toro right now, particularly with Home Depot, engine prices, a lot of good stuff. They've got the best grass-cutting mower for long, for golf courses in the world, new technology. Anyway, I'd stick with Toro. Kinetic Concepts, KCI we've talked about. Stick with that. Owens and Minor, OMI, still like that. Okay, just they were in this week's issue. We've talked about them before. All the shows, by the way, now are indexed by ticker, so if you – Uh, dump our XML into uh, Internet Explorer uh, 7.0 or whatever version is out there. You can see everything by ticker. Uh, You can also drag that into Excel, and it shows you a great uh, menu to all the tickers we've talked about for the last year and a half. And uh, a lot of that information is is still pretty good out there. Anyway, this week, uh, a couple of things. I picked three stocks. They're all from the Precision Instrument category this week. Uh, I tend to go in order of the pages. So first up, Credence Systems, ticker CMOS, I guess CMOS, which is a type of uh, integrated circuit, I believe. Page 127. Uh, My theme on this one is simply that uh, uh, they are uh, at a point in the cycle where capacity utilization and product cycles for some of the things they do are leading to an ability to not only increase uh demand but maybe pricing. Now the stock is really, really, really beat up. And one of the reasons is is that uh you know they don't have a history really of, of, of making much money and uh you know they've been losing share. So it's not all pretty. But what I'm attracted to, let me just read you what they do. Uh, is the valuation. Now, Credence Systems designs, manufactures, sells, and services test equipment used for testing semiconductor-integrated circuits. Well, there's a lot of new product coming out for phones, uh, new computers, faster computers. Uh, a Every big, year. A big part of their business is with AMD, and, of course, we've talked a lot about AMD on the show uh, and how they're getting crushed by Intel because Intel's R&D budget is five times theirs, no matter what they say. And that's working against AMD right now. So you've got some negative comps just along, you know, AMD's had negative comps. Those will get better. And uh, I guess that, uh, you know, they're working their way out of a hole. They weren't making money three years ago. So it's a leverage situation. Uh, but what I'm attracted to is cash flow per share, 85 cents, stock price, 358. So come on, that's four times if I'm doing the math. And that's pretty cheap. CapEx is. Uh, no. Eighty-five cents times four. That's uh isn't that uh about three yeah, fifty? Okay. Uh CapEx, fifteen cents. So you gotta subtract that out. That gives me seventy cents in free cash flow. Stock at three fifty, that's five times. I mean you just don't see stocks that cheap. That does reflect the risk, but I think that the market's a little bit over. Selling this, particularly in a world where uh, integrated circuit demand is going up, product cycles for phones and computers are shortening, which increases demand well, for testing num- equipment.
0: I mean, their numbers have been rising. Is that what you Right. You've got saying?
1: deltas on return on total capital, 3% in 06, 6% this year, 8% next year. So 8% isn't very good, ladies and gentlemen. I don't like that number. What I do like is when you look at the incremental capital, so they had in '0. Six, they had 145 million in debt and 212 in equity, so that's 370, 360 in capital. Uh, next year they're going to have 390. So on 30 million of additional capital, you look on the, de- the delta on their net profit, it's 20 million. Okay, their operating margins have risen by five hundred basis points, so on thirty million of incremental capital they've they've you'll know, realize twenty million in incremental income. I mean, the point is something very good is going on right now at the margin with product cycles or product. I'm not an expert on this by any means. uh the balance sheet is in decent shape; they do have a buck in cash, they have two bucks in debt, so they're net one buck a share. you know, negative, and that's leverage. They've got leverage to operating margin, and they've got leverage to a product cycle. At this price, ladies and gentlemen, four times cash flow. This was 10 times, I'd say, too risky for me. But at four times, I'm a buyer. credence Systems, CMOS. Value Line, by the way, does not like this one for I don't know why. looks (laughs) (laughs) maybe a little hair on it. Anyway, credence Systems. Look at the chart. Yeah, the chart's not pretty. Back away from the chart. Right. (laughs) Uh, All right, where am I here? Excel Technology, page 130. I looked at that one. Did you? Mm -hmm. You pass on it? Mm -hmm. Why'd you pass? Mm -hmm.
0: Maybe I should pass. No? I don't know. All right, well, I just... uh, Do I remember the results look kind of peaky?
1: I don't know. I don't know. That's possible. Here's what I like about it, though. Cash flow per share, 230. Stock 27, that's above my 10 times number that I usually like to do. But then I look at CapEx, 25 cents. So free cash, 205. Now I'm at 14 times free cash. You know, that's like 6 or 7% cash on cash return. And then I look at the growth rate. Value line here says this thing's going to grow at 29%. I can only assume that's a misprint or they just bought something. But that's pretty freaking fast. Probably
0: measured off of a 12.
1: They got book value growing at 17%. Here's another one where incremental returns on capital are rising from single, mid-single digits five years ago. They're crossing 11 12% right now, and net profit margins are, you know, quite high, higher than return on capital, (coughs) uh, which is, you know, rare to see. Operating margins, uh, 19%, and sales rising. Uh, Big discount to the market, a 16% P.E. discount, and it's uh you know it's it's thirteen times free cash flow. You probably wonder what do they do? It's a precision instrument company. they manufacture and market photonics based solutions consisting of laser systems and electro optical components primarily used for industrial and scientific application blah blah blah. well, aerospace, automotive, electronic, medical, and tooling industries. Um, you know, photonics, I don't know about you, but photonics, I think, are getting cheaper and cheaper, and it can do a lot, and it can do a lot cheaper than running copper wire through uh, My stuff. impression
0: is that it's an industry where companies for years have struggled to make adequate returns.
1: Well, that's uh, borne out, although uh, if you go back even to 97, they were earning – Sixteen, thirteen, sixteen percent. They're around twelve now. So maybe you know there are a lot of companies here I looked at with mid-single-digit returns with uh, optical technology. And when I see higher returns, that to me says better mousetrap. And so it's kind of a way to know a little bit without needing to know as much. A company earning higher returns is probably doing something a little better. And uh... this this guy seems to be growing pretty well. Comparisons are coming up pretty nicely on sales growth and earnings growth. And you got a discount multiple. Ten percent of the stock is officers and directors. Uh, Value line says growth is going to continue. Pulse laser demand is rising. You know, uh, margins were down a little bit due to mix. Uh, Margins are rising. Backlogs and bookings are solid. I mean, everything here looks good. It's at a discount multiple. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, the theme is technology is gaining share of GDP. And these guys, I, I believe, will participate. Uh, and this valuation looks very interesting to me. Okay, last. Vico Instruments, V-E-C-O, uh, page 151. You're it, fine on time. Am I? Yeah. Okay. You're doing fine. Am I? Let's just relax then. Let me do, take, a, take a breather. A little beverage am, break here? Yeah. Let's do a uh, – this is early for us, but I do need a drink. Rough day in the office today. Wow. I don't want to get into all the details, but uh, it's offset by the fact that the markets have been real nice to the value guys. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of our issues are doing well. Performance has been strong. We keep intending to put these numbers up on the website because, uh, frankly, we own these stocks and they're doing well. And so uh, we're getting a lot of email that people want to see more of that. So check the website. Uh, hopefully soon we're going to have uh, a listing of, of everything we've done and kind of what our outstanding recommendations are right now. That's yet to come by from the value guys. Uh, okay, getting back uh, to a stock pick, Vico Instruments, V-E-C-O, page 151. Uh, the theme on this, it is a precision instrument again, but this is just cheap. That's all I can say. Cash flow two forty five per share, stock at seventeen, that's about eight times. CapEx sixty five cents, so free cash about a buck eighty, that's ten times free cash. So I get interested in that. Vico Instruments is a leader in the design, manufacture, service, and marketing of a broad line of process equipment, which I don't know what that means. Maybe Vern knows. I think it's involved in processes of things, that's all I can get. And then something I really have no idea what it is equipping them, I believe. Metrology. Offerings is 39%. And they're used to test and manufacture microelectronic products for the data storage, optical, and semiconductor industries. Yeah, that means um, you're
0: measuring things to very, metrology, very small. Okay.
1: Well, there's a whole new cycle of disk drives about to come. They've got these flash drives now that can hold, uh, you know. whole new cycle of what? Uh, disk drives with Disc no drives. moving parts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I looked at Hutchinson this week. It's very cheap. I couldn't recommend it because... The technology of the disk drive in your PC is about to change to one with no disk. It's all going to be flash-type memory, no moving parts. It's gotten very cheap per gig, and I think the next generation of this stuff. So the need to test things as you introduce uh, new product offerings is uh, very high. You know, we've talked about MTS on this show, and they test things in the auto and the uh, aerospace industry—it's a booming business right now. Consumers are demanding, you know, more precise uh, uh, instruments and products, and certainly uh, government is and commercial. So testing uh, well, is the, really popular right now. The, the big I think lawsuits, etc. <clears throat> I think the so. big
0: the you're, what you're really talking about is your underlying driver is miniaturization it's cramming more and more content into smaller and smaller packages and that creates um, exponentially growing engineering challenges in producing a product that will be reliable enough for as you put it the consumer market so t- yes premium on testing going up every day
1: so these guys make a lot of test equipment uh... and uh... you know it's cheap operating margins have been rising every year for seven years around twenty percent Return on capital is not great. It's 9%. I don't like that. But, you know, when you're a value guy, you're sometimes early. And uh, the delta here is what's impressive. They had a 1.6% return on total capital in '03. Uh, projected at nine percent next year, the return on equity is even you know more dramatic from one percent to twelve percent, and that probably has room to to grow. Their twenty percent operating margin includes fourteen percent of sales on R and D, which is obviously discretionary. So they really are earning a thirty four percent operating margin before they choose to invest money back into the business, uh, and you know that's that's pretty I think pretty powerful. Um, They're estimates have recently been lowered. Evidently, they missed a number last quarter. And, you know, for me, when you see that kind of thing, um, it's always an opportunity. In fact, I guess the company went on to say that it was kind of a just a timing issue and everything is sort of back on track, but the street will wait for the next quarterly call to sort of figure out that's If everyone's true.
0: cowering in fear, remember Yeah, that, fear uh,
1: is the easiest way to make money I think, for a value guy. Um, Officers and directors own 8%. I like that. And you've got uh, a couple of well-known money managers own Some Munder uh, owns 6%, and uh, Capital Re uh, out in uh, L.A. owns 5%. Uh, what else do we have here um, they're they 're doing the right stuff with the balance sheet they 're paying down debt they 've got a convert out that 's converting so they 're actually raising equity while the stock's down at a higher valuation than the, where the stock trades that 's worked out and value lines predicting you know eleven percent top line growth eighteen percent cash flow growth you know the next couple comparisons look pretty good and it 's uh you know what It's it 's it's, it's nine ta- eight times gross cash flow, and 10 times free cash flow, Vico Instruments, VECO. And, uh, Vern, that's all I have this week. Fascinating uh, stuff. Thank you. I I was so entertained. I saw Thanks for chiming in a lot. You just left me hanging there a lot. I think we've got people (laughs) turning the show on. Yeah, join in. People are turning the show off. They're like Val is just going on and on. I mean, you know, jump in. My it was friend. fascinating. Yeah, I we're used napping. That's what it looked like.
0: me. Anyway, uh, well, I'd like to. It uh, is a little bit later than we usually it is. do the show. That's so right. true. I, and we're old
1: guys. It, right. We needed naps. Yeah, remember the veteran part? Got right. it. Veteran. That doesn't come without years and years, obviously. So, yeah. uh, but with great, uh, you know, with not a lot of fanfare, I would like to introduce my. <laughs> Oh host. <laughs> Alright, here's some fanfare, <laughs> rah rah rah. Vern frickin' value over here in the house. Okay. In the house. So take it away. It's your show now.
0: Hello everybody. Year out. <laughs> <laughs> What else is on? I, I hope you're still with us because I've got. I'm not. I'm right I'm not, now, I have the best idea of the entire show, uh-huh. and you only had to wait until <laughs> the 18th minute of the show to get to hear about Maybe it. I the name of the nuts. company is Invacare. Oh. Okay, oh, my God. nursing symbol IVC. Homes. No, wheel no Wheelchairs. Right, I know about this. I, I've been I've been watching this every every quarter when this comes up in Value Line. I've been, I've taken taken another look at it and. Well, keeps going down. I, I thought think. a year ago, you know, it might be interesting because the stock was way off. But it looks like at that time it was probably trading, you know, maybe a 22 to 25 range or something like that. It's 18 bucks recently. Well, and I think maybe wrong. now is the time to step up. Why is that? Well, it looks like maybe there's, you know, some good things coming. And um, if there's one thing that I think we've seen in the market, uh, in the current market, is that investors um, – are Willing to uh, be a little bit early, that are willing to pay up a little bit for a story that you know where it looks like sentiment might be changing. And uh, well, a market this strong, you got to go out farther to find value. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, a rated four by value line recently raised their rating in January from um, at 18 bucks. Last year's range on the stock was. 20 to 36 the year before Hmm. that it was 30 to 48 okay so this thing has been on a steep decline since
1: since medicare stopped paying for expensive wheelchairs 2004 yeah, yeah
0: that's about right and um and that is the story um and uh, I think what's changing is really just the passage of time. I think it looks like the stock's trying to bottom out here at about twenty times earnings, you know, close. So to eventually, if you make half the money, you just have
1: to wait till your volume grows, and you're back to where you were in the it, stock. Their demo.
0: operating margin <laughs> last year, I guess, about seven and a half percent. That's what Value Line's looking for this year, and you hit it right on the nose. Peak numbers were fourteen percent ninety nine two thousand and one in fact, the company at that point in time had just a beautiful financial profile, very profitable, uh, rising returns on capital yeah uh, leader in its in its niche, but uh, got a little sleepy mm-hmm. because the thing I like about this is the same thing you like the demographic argument mm-hmm. this company serves a critical need, and I would argue not just do you have a lot of pe- a lot more people getting older. But this is, a, this is a generation that is going to be particularly wheelchair-bound, I would say, um, by virtue of, um, I don't know, call it sloth and well, sports. Sports, um, sports, sports. Um, You know, early onset diabetes. I mean, you know, these kinds of things are uh, associated with uh, the loss of mobility as, as people go through life. Um, the, the, the trick will be to have innovative, differentiated product and competitive manufacturing costs. And I think, I think Invicare is on their way to uh, getting there. I, I don't know enough about the story in, in, in those regards, but listen to these numbers. Uh, the stock around 18. Revenue this past year, about a billion and a half. If it's flat there, that's about $48 a share. So the stock's trading at about one-third of sales. Uh, cash flow per share gross basis, 230. This year, down from 240 last year, Mm -hmm. if it's stabilizing here, you're about eight times that number, about 10 times the free cash flow number, because capital spending needs are moderate. Um... If if it's bottoming here this thing is I mean this is dirt cheap.
1: What does it say? Do they say anything about Medicare?
0: Book value 15 bucks last year so we got a very small it not enough honestly. And this is why you need to do more homework if you're uh, if you're following That's up the on a key stock key idea like in Kinetic,
1: here. you know, we've talked about that. What Medicare does
0: affects these guys it affects Oh, them all. tremendously. So first, Invacare, manual and motorized wheelchairs, home care and nursing home beds, and oxygen concentrators. Forty five percent North America. Okay, so I guess rest of the world more than half. Mm-hmm. Um and I I don't guess Medicare would be affecting that part of the business a lot. They, Probably a they lot have of some Japan other or, they have some other parts oh of the God. business here. I, I that I don't know exactly what they are. Supply group, fifteen percent. Are those consumables? Don't know. Five percent of their business in Asia, apparently. They've done some acquisitions and in oh four um, apparently responsible for uh, significantly levering up the balance sheet. I think and they so do some infusion stock. Today, their 56% of capital is is debt. Okay. So, with a $575 uh, million market cap, uh, almost a billion two enterprise value, got uh, $115, 120000000 of EBITDA. So, we're about 10 times the valuation that Value Line thinks is a bottom. And in their write up, what they do say are, are the, they point to these two things one um, the most recent budget proposal, two thousand and eight includes higher reimbursement rates for newer oxygen technologies Oh, good, which would directly help one piece of their business and the other thing they talk about is management 's cost cutting efforts um, realized seven million in cost reductions, I guess in the most recent quarter from shifting manufacturing to Asia. Okay, so we're talking about getting the, the cost structure in line. And they expect to realize annual cost savings of $38 million this year, the bulk of the second half of the year. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the company has is apparently uh, using a 15 to 20% book tax rate. So I've got <coughs> $38 million, uh, 80% of that, uh, divided by 32 million shares, almost a dollar of earnings. In is tax, right? is realized uh, cost reductions this year. And so if we're not even, if we're even I mean if we're just on the starting blocks of this process, uh, for a company that's only expected to earn about a dollar this year, this is a, this is a huge number. Um, so I, it, it, what, it, what it smells like to me, especially with a fairly moderate um, revenue and earnings per share forecast for 08 is that there's probably relatively low conviction on the part of the analyst in the numbers they're using for 07. And, th- and because of that, they don't <coughs> feel comfortable going out on a limb on an 08. And what I would suggest is if, if things are really are bottoming out here and can turn, these 08 numbers will turn out to be way too low. Sure, 07. Maybe they're going to earn 90 cents. Maybe it'll turn out to be 75 cents. I don't know, but big number. The other thing that's kind of odd here, and I'd recommend taking. Oh, I would point out their their revenue comparisons have turned positive. Okay, the last couple of quarters, so that would lend some support to the idea that things are stabilizing. The uh, they apparently took a giant write-off in 06. Shareholders' equity Hmm. goes down by uh, 250 million or more. Okay. It's so large at those kind of numbers that I'm betting that this is a write-down of intangibles directly related to the change in Medicare reimbursement rates. That's exactly the kind of Hmm. thing that the new rules for goodwill and other intangibles that would force you to revalue something on a long-term basis. So, but you'd want to check and and see if my guess is correct because there's nothing here that would. uh, Well, because guessing sometimes
1: is not correct, Uh, right? right. But uh,
0: (laughs) I'm, you know, I'm an analyst, so I'm a paid guesser, right? Yeah, we get paid. Uh, You know, we, we. we always look at ownership in those things here. Number one, a couple buy decisions in the last 12 months. No sellers by insiders. Uh, Ariel Capital apparently owns more than 25% of the common. Those sons of bitches. And uh, officers <clears> and, <throat> and directors own 10%. Uh, so
1: Ariel, too, they probably own it a long – I mean, they're really long-term holders. They I think probably, this
0: is a very, very interesting situation that uh, I, I strongly recommend you work on there. and uh, take a look at. Now, I've got a couple others. That are not quite as uh, bottom of the barrel that look kind of interesting to me here. Uh, Why don't I? uh, First one I'll talk about is Federal Signal. Symbol is FSS. Value Line uh, rates this a two. Uh, One sell in the last uh, 12 months, but a buy in the most recent month shown by insiders. Uh, This stock's been on uh, basically a downward slope for almost a decade relative to the market and on an absolute basis. The stock recently around 16. Traded in uh, like 15 to 30 ranges in the late 90s. And uh, basically a poorly managed conglomerate over time. But there's been some changes under new management here that... uh uh look kind of uh kind of interesting. This is something we've talked about before. <laughs> we talked about the stock probably a year ago. Oh really? And basically it turns out that we were too early. But uh they're starting to show some progress in terms of their quarterly results. Um, what they've they done make, is uh, they fire engines? They're get, yeah, but they 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 this is a federal signal the, the core business is making uh the lights that are on top of a police car or something like oh, that. Oh okay. Okay. Um well they uh they have four segments, safety and security is warning devices, sirens, horns, and flashers, um, fire rescue, that's what you mentioned, environmental, street sweepers, um, mm. and some other kinds of trucks, sewer cleaning trucks. Terrific. And then they have a tool group, and what they've been doing here is they've been selling off the things that are not related to this um, taking care of the community kind of theme, and they're becoming sort of a pure play on homeland security and um, um, community security, if you will, fire, um, police. At relative at sixteen and a half times earnings, about a fifteen percent discount to the market, with a nearly two percent yield at sixteen bucks. Only about sixty percent of sales, uh, which is a key metric for us on manufacturing companies. We've talked about this in the past. It's about ten to eleven times gross cash flow, as estimated by the analyst uh 14 to 15 times free but these are recovering numbers. This is a business that used to make much higher returns than it does now. Return on capital looks like it's stabilizing in the high single digits here. Operating margin same thing, stabilizing in the high single digits. And it, the question is, you know, whether they've kind of turned the ship here. And I think maybe you know, it, they may have and one of the things that would help them is having a lot of top-line wind at their back. And the first thing Value Line's a little write-up leads off with is that their backlog's growing at a record pace. Um, what do we got orders were up eight percent in the first quarter, whatever that means. But uh, they had some segment that was up thirty-four percent. They've got margin expansion going on. Um, the stock's not been going anywhere. Um, you know, this has been a long-term. Uh, downward trend, so it 's going to take a while to build conviction for people but uh same thing if if we 're right in that this and, and this thing is finding a bottom here um as the value line analyst believes they are, and as i mentioned you know we we identified this like a year ago as a situation that could turn for the better yeah, I think this might be the time to pull the trigger do some more work Six on This times f s s not a lot
1: of downside in in any case.
0: And uh, no, absolutely. That's the you know it's all about risk. Some reward, of this stuff right? is just
1: you got to wait. You, you own ten things, you're waiting, thing. yeah, but and if, five of them you get kind of lucky, and the other uh, five you don't, and that's uh, it.
0: Hopefully, our uh, friends out there listening to us, uh, yeah. are, are value investors value. themselves, and, and if you just buy stuff that doesn't go to that's zero, that's mispriced, and you wait for the market to price it correctly. That's right. All right. So the uh, and the third one is I think kind of falls in that category hmm, as well. This really? this business is called ASV. The symbol is A-S-V-I. Value line rates at a four, but raised what? that rating recently. That. Um, three business segments, po- uh, Posi-Track vehicles, 53% of sales last year, designed mainly for construction, landscaping, and agricultural. Then they have an undercarriage segment, 25% of sales, parts for multi-terrain loader vehicles. What this company does is they make uh, rubber tracked systems to put under... Small uh, construction equipment machines, and they have a they have a proprietary system, and they so they half of their sales are marketing the product that um, that that they make with this proprietary approach, which is gaining share by the way from other vehicles that would just have tires on them. Okay, I'm sure Toro you were mentioning before yeah. is probably adding products to their product line that have rubber Caterpillar tracks on them instead of tires because it spreads out the weight of the vehicle, of Yeah, provides you know better what? traction, less compaction.
1: I'm sure they do. They've got this new golf green cutter that's just evidently okay. taking right. the world by storm, in Asia
0: particularly. 25% of their sales are selling this technology to Caterpillar who uses it in their products. So there's two companies that have this superior system, if you will. And one of them is the leading, the world's leading construction equipment company. That's a quarter of sales. So, the stock's down hard since uh, about a year ago. Uh, peaked uh, between uh, probably around 35. It looks like stock recently less than half that at 17 and a half bucks. Uh, even down that much, 25 times uh, the value line estimate. I guess this 70 cent number for '07. Um, how the, the, the housing been crushed, of course, in the U S has really hurt demand for, uh, general purpose construction equipment. So, um, sales growth, which had been running very, very strong, comes screeching to a halt in '06. forecast to be flattish this year. Operating margins are down. Uh, return on capital here is in the teens, not bad for this kind of a business, I would argue, um, and especially if 25% of your sales are to somebody who has a lot of leverage over you, right? Um, well, but, the, just, but uh, we're, we're anniversarying now the uh, the peak of the house of housing activity in the U.S., right? So from now going forward, yeah. comparisons get better, even if the market continues to deteriorate some. And yeah. and similarly, these kinds of businesses which have tracked right along with it will also start seeing. Improved comparisons. Now, ValueLine's write-up sort of focuses on the fact that their earnings are going to be down this year in '07, and that Caterpillar's uh, business of demand has apparently been pretty weak. But then they they kind of they 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 don't even make a big deal out of uh, the fact that it says here that. Cat volumes ought to improve substantially over the remainder of the year as the launch of its new product line was initiated in the second quarter. Well, I'm
1: just, uh, you know, we're we're in, a, in an Internet zone here, so yeah. while you're speaking of this, I'm just reading the transcript from their conference call of yeah. two weeks ago. And uh, the questioning of the analysts, uh, you know, seems to sort of lead to exactly that, that uh, th- things are going actually very well. They had some softness in the quarter. But that some of these new products are you know they they're, they're they, they were soft, but they're not changing a s v is guidance. doing
0: what it can to endure this difficult period, but yeah. a spark in the housing market may be the only thing that it can ignite a significant turnaround well, that's what they don't think that's right they've I've said been, here so that they don't think it has that. such
1: a big impact on yeah. them, and they're waiting for these new products to come along
0: as you just as yeah. you just so this this is a company that has a leadership position in an industry where their technology is taking market their 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 type of product, is taking share from the legacy product technology, and then they have a better mousetrap within that emerging technology. It's a great little company that right now you can buy. Um, let's see, there's virtually no debt, so 475 million market cap. Um, if I use the value line operating margin, which is really an EBITDA margin times sales for their 07 number down, remember, this is supposedly a distressed number, that's about 34 million. So, gee, it's 12 or 13 times. But I just kind of go back a couple years and I find their prior peak 45 million. So, it's about 10 times. A prior peak for a growth business this
1: cat thing they're very excited this about thing it.
0: turns around the stock something called the
1: scout they're very eyes. excited about
0: you know that i think that's a uh, I don't think that's a cat product i think that's just but, a oh <coughs> I, you know no, I, it, I read something about this actually they got a distribution agreement going with gander mountain to sell a rubber track product that hunters and fishermen people would use to get into the back country called the scout yeah that's sort oh. of like a, a like a snow cat only designed for non-snowy applications huh they right. don't
1: mention gander mountain here but i'm sure that's just one point of distribution I, I caught the
0: news release a couple weeks ago huh. i think it was or maybe a month ago interesting but anyway check it out asvi um i like uh, you know some weeks i'm not crazy about my ideas is yeah or, you know i have more conviction less conviction right this week i think i've got three really good ones especially the first and the third invicare ivc you gotta check this one out and uh, this last one, A-S-V-I.
1: Huh. I don't know. I, I like… And that's uh, a wrap for me, buddy. Yeah. No. Now the pressure's on. I've got three great stocks here. Which one do I like the most? Uh, I'd have to buy a package, but if you forced me to choose, I'd choose Credence Systems.
0: Eh, wrong because one. Because when
1: I was a kid, Credence <laughs> Clearwater, that was it. So I don't have to know much else. I like Vico and Instruments it's six just because it flow. Name. Vico. Uh, and credence, you know, they're a Credences, great band. What can I say? You know, if that's, I don't that's take into, technology. if I don't take into account the, last the, the band name, then I'm well. Probably you are older, so I guess maybe that would explain your fascination. To, uh, I don't know. I, I mm. think
0: I think Vico. Come on, let's wrap I it up, re- okay. We're all wrapped. Okay, all I'm right. done. Uh, we'll see you next week. See folks.